Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And hey, we are smack dab in the middle of holiday shopping, and uh, we just wrapped up the Cyber Five. And so we thought we'd come to you with this special edition, kind of a brief show looking at how did things kind of play out? We'll look at some global numbers. We'll look at some of our client data. So some inside info into some OMG commerce clients. Hey, Brett Curry here. I've got an important question for you. Where will your next big idea come from? Where will your next big breakthrough come from? Or where will your next little tweak or little improvement come from? Have a suggestion. Check out our guides and resources at omgcommerce.com. Are you looking to enhance your YouTube ads game? We have two of the best YouTube ad resources that are completely free. Our YouTube ad examples and templates guide and our guide to getting authentic video customer testimonials. But it doesn't stop there. We also have guides on how to maximize sponsor brand video on Amazon and Amazon DSP and Google Shopping and a variety of other things. So get these free guides, give them to your team, even share them with your agency. Just take advantage of these resources and up your game. Let OMG Commerce help. And now back to the show. But with me today is a very esteemed guest. He's the most popular guest on the show, the most frequent guest on the show as well, although it's been too long since he's been on here. Uh, but of course, the guest I'm referring to is my business partner, the co-founder of OMG Commerce, Chris Brewer. Chris, what's up, man? Doing great. Great to be here. It is a, a rare appearance because you're churning out the podcast episodes. Seems like week after week, they pop out into my email inbox. But... It's it's variety. So I guess if you do add up appearances, I'm I'm happy to have that designation. Yes, you were the most popular guest, the most frequent guest, all, all of the above. And yeah, we're the podcast is on fire here. We got new shows coming out, which is which is a ton of fun. And so let's dive right into it, uh, Chris. We're gonna look at some global numbers, like some global trends. And you know, we're we're just like all of 2020, we're crushing all kinds of sales records for the Cyber 5. We'll talk about what that looks like globally for all of e-commerce. And then we'll also look at some of the things we're seeing because we we manage a fair number of e-commerce clients ourselves and get kind of an inside scoop into some of their data. Obviously, we won't talk about any specific clients, but we've kind of aggregated some of our own data that we'll, that we'll talk through here in a minute. But before we do that, let's let's just talk about shopping in general. And, and so... Sounds Two guys like, talking about shopping. That should shopping. really make people listen. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so <laughs> it sounds to me like you took advantage of some Black Friday and or Cyber Monday deals. Uh, what'd you do? And how did it, it work out for the, the Brewer household? I did. You know, I, I was licking my wounds a bit because I totally missed Prime Day, which I actually think was kind of easy to do this year because it the date got kicked forward and... There was a lot, I know, discussion on our team. Are they even going to have it? Can right. they have it? All kinds of issues there with getting that off. So I missed it. Was kind of bummed at some of the deals I missed out on. But on Monday, I definitely took advantage. So we've got a little place here in Florida where I'm recording today. And one of our TVs was too small in the main living area. So I was shopping televisions, which, you know, 
I think it's a, I think it's a guy thing. I don't want to, you know, I know it's 2020, but you know, TVs, my wife said, honey, need a bigger TV. So I, I used a little, put it in the room function. So I actually, little, it's hard uh, to, some little, uh, virtual reality or augmented reality. Augmented. Where you can see. Yeah. 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 Cool. So it was lining up the wall and then I had a 55 inch and was sitting in different spots. Like, yeah, it's just not, not big enough. So I with a 65 inch, which is kind of an odd size, but I grabbed one Sony television and uh, arriving mid December. I also was Brett. I, I liked this tactic. They had a bundle which, you know, Amazon likes to do, add this or add that. Sure. And it I, they had the me. mounting bracket. You're going to need the special HDMI yeah. cables. You're going to need some of these cool things. Yeah. Yeah. The TV was $7.98 on sale. With the mounting bracket, I went to check out. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll add that mounting bracket. All of a sudden, it was $1,200. They wanted $300 for <laughs> the, the mounting gold bracket. Plated, it's the gold-plated mounting bracket. When you use that, the yeah. reception is just outstanding. Yeah. So I managed to find an Amazon's Choice mounting bracket for $35 and save right. $310. Bucks. Well, so, what's interesting, Chris, is we actually... So I did not miss that on Prime Day. I was paying close attention to it. And, uh, but it was interesting. Like it's usually in July, this year was in October and it really did like, and go back and listen to the episode that I recorded with Chris Tyler from our team. Prime Day really did mark the kickoff of holiday shopping for this year for a lot of people. Uh, oddly enough, we bought a TV as well. We bought a TV only on Prime Day, got a killer deal. We just, um, uh, and I've talked about on the show a couple of times because it's been the never ending project, built a deck couple of levels and on the underneath side, we're going to have a roof and we're, so we're going to mount a TV so we can watch games out there in the spring and summer and stuff like that. We'll bring it inside when it's raining. But anyway, bought a TV on Prime Day, got a killer deal. Um, so I actually kind of sat out um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday because I'd done all my shopping on Prime Day. So I wonder how many people did that. I will say though, looking at the data, not a whole lot of people. I think a lot of people were shopping on, on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which is interesting. So so this year, you know, we, we've touched on a couple of things. Uh, Prime Day kind of kicked off holiday shopping for the first time ever. We've got, you know, unprecedented e-commerce growth this year over years past. You know, during uh, the stay-at-home orders back in March and April, e-commerce was up, it was like 40% of retail. So, you know, depending on the way you slice and dice the numbers, it was like five or 10 years worth of e-commerce growth compressed into the two months, it was it was crazy. And that's when we had, you know, delayed shipping and Amazon doing only essentials and things like that. It, it's leveled out, but the e-commerce growth for the year has still been phenomenal. You know, we, we've still seen, you know, most of our clients having record months. There are a few categories, I'll point, I think it's probably worth pointing this out, a couple of categories that are struggling nationwide and we're seeing it too. Um, apparel, Traditional apparel, you know, you got some specialty apparel that, that, that's that's potentially doing okay, but apparel and accessories, those areas are kind of, eh, they're pretty soft. Um, we're not getting out as much. And uh, apparel has actually been on the decline uh, nationwide for a while. And then COVID just really sped up that, that decline for sure. But other than those categories, our clients are mostly up, like just mostly crushing it month after month, especially if you're doing like a year over year comp. So, so let's talk about a couple of things. Let's just look globally for a minute. Chris, at, at what we're seeing with Black Friday and through the weekend. And then I want to talk about some other kind of interesting trends uh, that we're seeing. And then we'll look at some, some OMG commerce data uh, as well. And so, um, 
you know, this year, Thanksgiving was an interesting day because now are you guys, Chris, at the Brewer household or some people in your household, do they shop on thing? Do you guys shop on Thanksgiving historically? Are you, are you in-store Black Friday shoppers or no? Historically, I sleep. The ladies, including my daughter, are up at like, I remember one year we were in Branson staying in a condo or a cabin or something. And they went out at like 3.30 in the morning. Got it. <laughs> no, no, I sleep. So, so you, you skip that. Gotcha. Well, this I skip year, that, you know, but my wife and my daughter, they hit the stores typically. So, you know, this year you couldn't hit stores in Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving for the most part. Walmart closed. A lot of other major retailers closed on Thanksgiving, which I really, I kind of like that trend personally. I like, I love Thanksgiving. I think it should be about family and, and focusing on that. Uh, also, we're in the e-commerce space. So, right, if you, if you can't go into physical stores, like that's going to boost uh, e-commerce sales for Thanksgiving. And no surprise, uh, record-breaking day for Thanksgiving online sales today. Uh, according to Adobe, you know, Thanksgiving day was up about 21% year over year. So, so very much accelerated growth over years past. And then, you know, Black Friday was just a complete monster. Uh, $9 billion in sales online on, on Black Friday. Uh, but uh, oddly enough, so the record, record Black Friday for online sales, but it did not eclipse Cyber Monday of 2019. So interestingly enough, Black Friday did not eclipse Cyber Monday. Now I'm curious, but retail I mean, still got hammered. I mean, the the retail numbers on Black Friday were immensely down, right? I mean, you're talking about in store, in store. Sorry, I say retail in store. Yeah, in, in store numbers were definitely down on Black Friday, without a doubt. Yeah, if you look at total retail, though, I think total retail is going to be up because that's what we're seeing so far with like Q3 data. If you look at you know the U.S. Census Bureau numbers for Q3. In-store brick and mortar down for sure, but e-commerce is actually up enough to compensate for that so that overall retail numbers are up. So yeah, in-store Black Friday, abysmal, uh, but I still think retail for Black Friday, and we'll see, like with those numbers have been fully impact, uh, but Black Friday total retail should still be pretty good. We, um, we've done this enough. I knew when I said retail and I saw the look on your face, I'm like, what did I just say? That was I'm like, what, what are you, to, what are you like, talking about? Retail is, is everything. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, awesome. Uh, yeah. to, if you're just listening only, maybe you could hear it in our voices, but go back and watch the video. You, you'll see my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> So I will say that the in-store, uh, my my son, who's an avid gamer, he actually camped out on starting Friday. or No, actually, he started Wednesday night for a Friday morning opening at GameStop so he could get one of two of the PlayStation 5s. <laughs> and... Yeah. And, and and he ended up recording a TikTok video that's not, I wouldn't say it's viral with 82,000 views, but respectable. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, for, for, yeah, yeah that, that is definitely respectable. And it is interesting. This is, a, you know, we'll talk about some of the more popular items. And in fact, let's, let's just break away to the popular items just really quickly because this is fun. Yeah. Uh, you got a couple of things going on right now, which, which will, you know, influence potentially uh, not necessarily cyber five, but influence the the holiday time period. You got, you know, the new iPhone, so iPhone 12, which I did upgrade to the, the 12. It looks like this may be what they call a super cycle. So a lot of people upgrading to the 12, which will be interesting. And then you also have the new gaming console, right? The, the PS5, which doesn't only come out, what, every couple of years or something like that? It's not the same it's cycle as phones. 
Yeah, it, it, it PS4 to PS5 has been a long time. Yeah, maybe it's been like four years or something. We're obviously yeah. not gamers, but uh, yeah, so that's a, that's going to be a, a huge bump. But some other interesting trending items, just to kind of show what's going on this year. Um, the number one, and this is all Adobe data, we'll link to this in the show notes, but um, on Cyber Monday, the number one selling product was Super Mario 3D All-Stars. No idea. Uh, AirPods, which I will say, uh, I was kind of late to the AirPod game. I only had mine for a couple months. Fantastic. Like, I don't know what I did without those. Um, VTech Toys. We own a lot of VTech Toys, having lots of kids. This kind of snuck up on me, like HP and Dell computers. Okay, cool. Um, and then uh, number five, Chromecast. So those are the most popular on on Cyber Monday. Now, if we back up to, to uh, Black Friday, couple of interesting things. Lego sets, get Samsung 4K TVs. There you go. Maybe you were in on NTCL TVs, Apple Watch in there. Uh, actually, sorry, that was Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, you know, Black Friday, got Hot Wheels, AirPods again, Apple Watch. So it's going to be a good year, I think, for, for Apple, which is super interesting. So, so yeah, aside from crazy people like your, your son, who he's highly uh, an entertaining dude, camping out for the PS5, not a lot of excitement in store. And with most places nationwide being restricted on the number of people they can have in the store. It's kind of nice not hearing news stories about people being trampled as the doors open. And, you know, with all of the craziness in 2020 and the, the protests and all of some of the violence and all that, I mean, and it, it was a lot quieter season, uh, Definitely. What was nice not to hear those kinds of stories this year. For sure. Yeah, definitely quieter. So uh, so online Black Friday was huge, but it still did not eclipse Black, or it did not eclipse Cyber Monday of 2019, interestingly enough. Uh, and actually, this is just a fun bit of trivia. Do you know why Cyber Monday uh, is a thing, Chris? Do you, do you kind of know why it originated back in the day? Why Monday instead of some other day? I'm not even going to make it a, a feeble attempt. <laughs> it would have been probably entertaining if you had. So here's the, here's the skinny on this. Uh, back in the day when deals would be, uh, you know, in store on Black Friday, uh, and then you'd kind of wait, you wouldn't do online deals over the weekend because a lot of people were at home. And back in the early days of online shopping, we were all on dial-up, right? And so our internet speeds were slow. And so what retailers found was people wanted to shop on Monday when they were back at work. So they had the, you know, faster online connections and then, you know, shopping at work, I guess is fun for people. And so it just kind of stuck. And then once online retailers started having big sales days on Cyber Monday, then it became a thing. Now we're shopping all the time anywhere we want to, but Cyber Monday is, is still a thing, which is cool. Um, a couple of other things that are interesting. So, so uh, curbside pickup, uh, or uh, BOPUS, buy online, pick up in store, up huge, up 52% year over year on Black Friday, right? So so that's also probably where a lot of those dollars went. Hang on a second. You just, ca you just casually slid in a very fun and fairly new e-commerce acronym. I did just throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to unpack that for a second? You're so sly like that. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, you know, e-commerce has a lot of fun acronyms, you know, and sure. you know, ROAS, a cause. you got these kind of cool sounding. And then you got advertising cost of sales there? Uh, <laughs> a cause, <laughs> a cost, whatever. Yeah, just however, however you want to dial that up. It's all good. 
Don't be a boo- don't be a boofus. <laughs> Sorry, uh, both. Oh uh, yeah, we better not go. So bopus. So that's get get what are, what's the buy online, buy online pick up in store. Up so in store. Yeah. it actually counts as e-commerce revenue, but then someone is picking up the item in the store, either curbside or you know going to the the counter and picking it up. I have yet to do any curbside. The whole pandemic, no curbside. I can't I, say that I have either. Maybe I have, well, I've done the Walmart, but I was doing that before. Yeah. Yeah, we just shifted to Walmart delivery, dude. It's like, it's amazing. Oh, I, I will say, just as a quick sideline note, for, for me, and I, I think most guys can, like, do not ever give me a grocery list. Like, I, I'll go to the grocery, but I'm in, I'm out, and I don't like searching because I don't go to the grocery that often. So I don't like searching. I love that you but, call it the grocery. It's almost British, kind of like, not grocery store. It's, how about you short it? Just I, I I like going to grocery. Uh, let's just whatever. So, <laughs> uh, but what I really like, I've loved about Walmart, and you know Walmart's digital platform for years was not great, right? And and uh, but I mean I I love opening up Walmart and going into their shop grocery button yep, right yep. there, and um, and you know. I don't have to search for the bananas. I know that's an easy spot, but I don't have to search for bananas. I just type in bananas, I click it, and then I do my whole list, and then anything that needs to be substituted, I got it, I show up, they put it in the car, it's amazing. I, I, I totally it. agree, and I, I found, and, and it sound, this sounds very similar uh, to what you're describing, I've definitely, I'm the most inefficient in-store shopper you've ever seen. Like I'll go to the back of the store and grab something then go all the way to the front of the store and grab something and then realize there was something that I needed in the back of the store. Like it, it, someone would look like I was totally lost or, or um, need, need uh, help. Uh, I found like, I want to just search for something when I'm in the store. Like, can I just have a search button where I can just type it in here and you'll tell me exactly where the item is. So yeah, I, I think that this is a, a, a thing, right? We're all, uh, so there are people like you and I who just prefer to shop online and that, that number was growing. And then you have people that were just forced to do it because of, uh, stay-at-home orders and things like that, uh, all of it is pointing towards, you know, just a huge trend in, in BOPUS, buy online, pick up in store and curbside and delivery and and all of these uh, things, which is which is super cool. I, I will say real quickly, since 1998, my wife tries to not take me with her in stores whatsoever um, because that's the year my daughter was born and we went shopping for furniture shortly thereafter. And I got distracted looking at furniture and I left her in her carrier in the back <laughs> of the furniture store, just sitting on the floor and then migrated. You, I know you've known me for years. You know, this is, is definitely accurate. Uh, migrated up to the front of the store and Jenny's like, where's Savannah? And I was like, oh, she crap. the shopping. I gave her the list. She's in yeah, the It was my firstborn. So no, no worries there. But <laughs> you got better, right? You didn't. I, I did. Better. We actually, actually let me go with her for the first time and. 20 plus years to rooms to go as we went, went in retail and actually bought a new uh, leather couch for, for a place here. So anyway, go, go, go on. Yeah. Congratulations. It's good that you, you got, you're back in the game now. Which back, is- back in the game, even though I got, I probably wasn't the best buying experience for her there either, but oh, well. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, we did have then fast forward to Cyber Monday of this year, just a couple of days ago at the time of this recording. Uh, Online sales, 10.8 billion. Again, according to Adobe, we'll link to all this in the show notes. And so that's a 15% increase in year-over-year sales for 
Cyber Monday and Cyber Monday broke all kinds of records last year as well. Now, I, I will say the Adobe numbers are, are pretty representative of the, of the entire market, but we'll also look when like the, the U.S. Census Bureau data comes out. It, it may be show slightly higher numbers, maybe a little more favorable, but usually Adobe is, is pretty close. And so you may be saying, well, that's interesting. So Cyber Monday grew 15%, but we were up, you know, 30, 40 you know, earlier in, in the lockdowns. And so, you know, what, what I would say there is Cyber Monday was also already massive, right? It's hard when you have these, these global gigantic numbers, it's hard to keep the same percentage year over year growth. So 15% year over year growth for Cyber Monday is still, is still huge. I mean, you still have a lot of people unemployed or uh, low, 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 low employment in terms of they're not getting the hours they were. I think that's what I've been fascinated by, and I've mentioned this to others, is that the the total number you mentioned, the 10-year growth in a short time frame, the amount of people that have come in with purchasing power, I think has has made up for those that, you know, are not able to buy maybe at, at the the levels that they were previously. So that's been fascinating to me that that um the numbers were still as high as they were. For sure, for sure. So here, here's some other interesting things here as we kind of wrap up some of the global trends. We'll talk briefly about some OMG things and, and then kind of leave it at that for this for this episode of the podcast. Um, so we, we've been having shipping issues, right? And, and we all experienced this, or a lot of us did during the initial stay-at-home orders that, hey, we're making our, our order, whether it's you know Walmart delivery or it's from Amazon or whatever, and we're getting notices that, hey, shipping delays. You know, Everything is backed up. There's a ton of demand thrown into the system that nobody's ready for. You got COVID outbreaks at different distribution centers and third-party logistics companies and stuff like that. And so just it threw a, a multiple wrenches into the system and so it caused delayed ship times. So that kind of that kind of primed us, got us ready for, hey, you know what? This this holiday shopping season may be interesting, right? So we're we're already at, at record-breaking online shopping numbers, right? Without holiday. And then we throw holiday into the mix and this, you know, the cyber five and all this crazy stuff. Now we've got a system that was already kind of overwhelmed and now it's overwhelmed even more. Uh, back in August, I was talking to a friend of ours who, who drives for UPS uh, here in Springfield, Mo, and he said, everybody's working 12 hour days, everybody. Uh, and this was in August, right? August is not a good retail time and that's usually a slow time, right? For, for the delivery companies. And so they're already overworked and then we throw all this additional uh, volume into the system. And so I've heard different people say that, hey, for, for all the carriers to get caught up on even just Black Friday deliveries, it may be like December 10th or or even later, potentially, for all that to be delivered. We ordered a, a large item here and there's this happened a couple times where the FedEx or UPS truck shows up. The the guy comes in and says, well, it says it's on here, but it's not on the truck. And they they drive off and and uh, occasionally Amazon has canceled that as undeliverable and just sent it back. But the guy this this week came in and, and we had the same thing. Item didn't show up. Then later that night, the manager of the entire facility had taken all the heavy items and was delivering all the large items out and he, he and my wife chatted for a while and he just said, I'm having to help all my guys out because we, we, we don't have room on the trucks with these yep. large items uh, because of the masses that we're trying to deal with. And, 
And yeah, I'm seeing UPS and FedEx up and down the street here seven days a week. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is truly insane, and it makes it clear why Amazon has been on this this uh, path to doing their own delivery. Uh, not just because they want to compete with UPS and FedEx and, and the USPS. It's that the, the, the system can't handle the growth that Amazon is experiencing, and now especially in, in, a, in a COVID nineteen world. And so it's been it's been super interesting to watch that. But here's what's crazy. So as we look at previous years, last couple of years, and we can link to this report as well, but uh, there were six days in previous years in December that actually were bigger online than Black Friday. Right? So Black Friday is a good day. Black Friday is a huge day, not as big as Cyber Monday. But in recent years, there have been up to six days in December that had total higher online sales than Black Friday did for, for online. Uh, it's Interesting, and I, I'm really fascinated to see if this is going to hold true this year or not, uh, largely because uh, last days to ship, right? So last days to ship, I remember back in the early days of e-commerce, we were kind of just getting strong in the game, you know, maybe eight years ago or so, the last day to ship would maybe be like December 15th or something or December 17th, just because, you know, the, the, whole, uh, the whole system wasn't really up to speed. Well, it's gotten later and later now. Like it's, sometimes it's, it's December 23rd or if you're in certain areas and, and you got, you know, next day prime, it's, it's you know, literally the, the 24th. Uh, but curiously enough, it's going to be interesting to see what that's like this year. I would venture to guess it may go back to more like it was before, like that the 17th, 15th, something like that being the last day to ship. For some merchants, it's going to be earlier. I even heard one merchant, I don't remember the name of the merchant, but saying, you know, their, their last day that they'll guarantee ship times for uh, uh, on-time Christmas deliveries, December 4th. Like, wow, okay, crazy. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see like what, what happens next. So already a record year for e-commerce sales, Black Friday was the best Black Friday ever. Cyber Monday this this year broke all previous records. I'm really curious to see what happens for the rest of December. Uh, any any thoughts or speculation on that, Chris? No, I, I would I would definitely for those listening to the podcast. I know where most of us listening are in the business, but do do not wait this year. If, especially if you got kids and you're trying to get that special item. Uh, you know, it's, it's not just shipping. I mean, it's, it's inventory affects that as well because inventory gets strained with maybe sales days that they didn't expect. And then you've got shipping cut off. So um, I, I would just say, don't wait, uh, don't delay. Uh, I don't know when this podcast is going to air, but uh, you may have learned your lesson by then. Yeah. And so a couple of things, that, and I think these, these are, this is a tip that would apply both to you as a consumer and you as, a, as an online retailer. Uh, think gift cards. So this is something that our Google reps have been talking about. Uh, another podcast that I love that I've recommended a few times is the, the Jason and Scott show. Uh, they've got a great podcast on, on uh, Shipageddon and a few other things uh, that that's just what they're calling this, this, you know, the shipping issues, shipping delays, um, and, and so, you know, both they've talked about it, our Google reps have talked about it, a few other people is look at a digital and gift card. So once we start nearing that time period of, eh, going to be hard to guarantee delivery by Christmas time, start talking about gift certificates because you can, you can sell gift certificates where someone downloads 
you know, the, the gift certificate prints it off, hands it out, something like that. Think about the digital delivery of whatever it is you sell. And also, hey, if you if you procrastinate, I'm a, a notorious procrastinator in terms of buying gifts, although this year I'm on top of it. Uh, if you wait late, you may have to buy a digital gift for the, the people that are special to you. So be thinking about that. Think about some promos that you can do around gift cards uh, with your email list. How many think about, you know, banners on the site once we get past that um, shipping cutoff? And so that's something to consider as well. I think that, uh, you know, the, for, in terms of, I, li- I really like that gift card idea because, you know, you can even, if you know you're going to miss it, sc- screenshot the item, you know, and use that as your, your gift and, and let them know that, hey, this is you know, what you need to, to buy that particular item. Those are those are great tips and ideas. Yep, it's on the way, and I think I think this will be the year. Like we're all going to probably be a little more forgiving and a little more understanding. Like, hey, I didn't get the gift on Christmas. Not a big deal. It's coming in the next few days, or uh, even you know next week or whatever. And so, so yeah, I think that I think the digital slash gift card slash picture of item you ordered. Yeah, that's all stuff you can you can certainly think about. Well, and so I, let's, I let's kind of gatherings are going to be smaller. Exactly. You know, we had a smaller Thanksgiving gathering. Uh, we're we're even our family is is debating. In our family, we celebrate Christmas, so we're we're debating uh, even moving it. My my mom said, "Hey, as long as you still come, we'll wait as late as February 1st. So, <laughs> but but that's because I'm going to keep the tree up, keep the presents under the tree till. So St. Well, Valentine's my parents Day. Parents are in their their mid to late seventies. They've been staying locked down, and I've got sure. kids that are running all over the place. So, it, part of that discussion's even been they they think they might be able to get the vaccine before the end of the year, and by early February they'll be good to go with right. everything. So I think there's going to be a lot of it. Will be interesting to see what gift how deep into December and even what happens in January because usually it falls off. Yeah. It, you know, there may be a little bit of an impact with delayed gatherings. That's really an interesting thought. So, so how will this play out? We've got we've got shipping madness and potentially early shipping cutoff dates that could cause people to order early or maybe stop ordering. But then, yeah, this because it's not a normal year. Maybe the twenty fifth doesn't matter like it used to, right? Like we're not gathering on the twenty fifth, or maybe not gathering at all, or maybe we're gathering in January. Yeah, it's going to be unusual and that could extend some of the shopping too. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of holiday plays out. And we'll, obviously it's not going to be like traditional years to, to a large degree. Uh, but yeah, that is that is an interesting point. Delayed gatherings, uh, how will that impact shopping? Super interesting. So let, let's do this. Let's kind of wrap up. We'll talk about some of the OMG commerce data, some of our clients, and we work exclusively retail if you've listened to the podcast for long at all, you know, we've got our the, the Google and YouTube division of OMG Commerce, the Amazon division. We talked about Amazon and Prime Day in a, in, a, in a recent episode with Chris Tyler. Go back and check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, here we're going to talk about kind of YouTube and Google search, Google shopping trends. And so let, let's start with YouTube first. You know, YouTube is a very interesting channel. It's something we're known for, you know, for agencies our size, one of the top spenders on YouTube ads. And this has been a crazy year for YouTube. You know, we we saw in the the early months again of the lockdown that the viewership on YouTube channels was up a hundred to two hundred percent because more people are at home. And what else are you gonna do other than watch YouTube? Uh, also YouTube viewership on TVs, you know, watching 
uh, with a YouTube app on a smart TV, that's been up 80 plus percent in recent months. And even as things have opened up in some parts of the country, now they're closing back down again, uh, the numbers have still stayed elevated where YouTube consumption is still way up. And so what that's done is it's increased new ad inventory and it's made CPMs or cost per thousand actually go down a little bit on YouTube or at least stay steady. It just has created immense opportunities. So uh, what I want to do though is to talk through a little bit of the YouTube data that we're seeing. And so uh, with YouTube ads we run, um, you know, we're running TrueView for action, which those are the love them or hate them. Those are the, the skippable pre-roll commercials that pop up you know, before the, the the video that you went to YouTube to watch, you skip it after five seconds. You're actually charged by the view with those ads. So you're paying a CPV or a cost per view. But Google will calculate, you know, all the numbers for you. They'll calculate your effective cost per click. And then, you know, we're, we're mainly measuring a cost per conversion or a cost per acquisition CPA. They'll, you know, obviously measure that for you and stuff. And so let's just kind of look at, at what we uh, have seen. So typically, you know, as you get deeper into holiday shopping, especially the Cyber Five, you know, what happens? Well, more advertisers enter the auction, which causes costs to go up. CPCs go up, CPMs go up, everything goes up, right? But with that, people are also in buying mode, right? We're, we're uh, Cyber Five, we're shopping. We want to get the deal now. So buyer intent goes up, conversion rates go up. Uh, often, average order value goes up as well because we're, we're buying and, and potentially loading up a cart as we're buying gifts. But for sure, conversion rates go up. So the whole thing is, yeah, hey, if conversion rates go up in step with, you know, cost per click and things, or or if cost per or, uh, conversion rate goes up in excess of what CPCs go up, then you're golden, right? Because your return is is great. And so here's kind of what we, what we saw. Uh, CPCs, this is looking at just this year's data. So the 1st of November, so November 1st to 25th, and then compared to the Cyber 5, uh, CPCs went up about 28%. That's pretty healthy, right? So that's a pretty good increase. Not ab uh, abnormal or unusual. As we hit it, Cyber 5, you know, advertisers come out of the woodworks, and so, so the CPCs go up. Uh, conversion rates went up about 26%, 26-27%, so not quite in, in step. Um, but, but CPAs actually only grew about 20% uh, for a lot of our clients. And so uh, it was interesting. Uh, AOVs did grow as well, grew about 8%. And so, you know, overall for, for most clients, it was still a very successful holiday shopping season. Still the Cyber 5 was, was up over uh, years past. And it was interesting as we kind of watched the data and we'll have a full report of this that will, that will come out later. But um, we definitely saw with our clients, you know, just like the, the numbers kind of played out globally that, that uh, you know, Cyber Monday was bigger than, than Black Friday. We saw that as well. And in fact, with some clients, uh, Saturday and Sunday were bigger than, than uh, Black Friday as well. So I think part of that depends on what kind of offer you structured, how long did it last, uh, you know, when did you have different promotions going on as far as like email blasts and, and stuff like that. And so, so really interesting to watch. Any other things you noticed, Chris, as you were watching, you know, internal teams talking or, or looking at any, yeah, any data? You know, it, didn't, it didn't bother me much to see where the CPCs were going because we've been seeing a trend over the last several years of CPCs going up anyway. And, uh, and then if you think about how a lot of folks actually, when the lockdowns were happening and, and, and lots of small businesses were pulling out of the auction and things like that, we saw CPCs go down, I would say, temporarily. And so I, 
I think they've they've fully recovered. And then you have a lot more sellers, I believe, e-commerce sellers entering into the auction, which can can cause those to to elevate. But I, I would say that I mean, call this a plug, but you know, I was very pleased to see how our team was handling things through Cyber Five. And I know you and I, co-owners of the agency, it's, it's not something I know that we're both proud of is you, you see these teams and how we used to handle Black Friday five years ago or yep. six years ago. Yep, a little, and, little bit of chaos in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and people trying to wear a lot of hats. And now there's there's multiple, you've got conversion tracking specialists and you got a shopping person helping out and and we've got a great Google team that helps out, Google being responsive with things. And so um, I, I just think that's something that whether it's OMG Commerce or, or whatever agency you're considering, even as you think about for next year, that, um, you know, really, really watch how, how responsive was your team, even your in-house team. How did they handle the ups and downs of, of the weekend? and and we'd love to hear what challenges you guys faced with with Google support or anything else, things that you ran into. So I think overall, like like I commented to you before we started, I was very pleased with just how smooth things went overall for our clients. Yeah, it, it did go well, uh, very well, uh, really top to bottom. And what was interesting, and I think this also probably played into the fact that I shared a minute ago, where for some of our clients, they had record... Saturdays and Sundays, specifically Sunday. Uh, and I think probably what happened, if, if you go back to the, the the idea of CPMs or cost per thousands or, or cost per click, they were at an all-time high uh, Thanksgiving, but especially Black Friday. That's when all the big advertisers are pouring in. Some of those big advertisers pulled back out until Cyber Monday. And so I think that that's another thing you have to look at. You know, we, we work mainly with you know, growing e-commerce companies. So typically those that are hundred million in, in revenue a year and, and smaller, uh, some clients that are, that are bigger, certainly, but um, you know, we got to be kind of nimble and look at, Hey, if we have just a cyber five deal, it may make sense. We can go hard on Saturday and Sunday because it's less competitive and our dollars go further. Whereas on black Friday, it's pretty saturated. CPMs go up maybe 25, 30% or more. And so then it's a little bit harder to, to compete. I, I did notice I did notice a couple of things in Slack channels, and I, I think you know, as as agency folks, we we get a little little laugh out of this, but it's not it's not that that funny really. And it's where sellers can really uh, e-commerce sellers can can really help their agency out with these kind of things. Is I, I saw some of our people, hey, I noticed so and so client is running this promo on Facebook, and. Uh, we knew about their promotion they wanted to give us for Google, but they they got nimble themselves. And so just make sure whether you've got a Google agency or a Facebook agency, if if you you and your team come up with a brilliant idea Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. let let the team know so that yeah. we plug that into the things we're already doing. Yeah, we saw a great one where one of our just one of our rock star AMs we'll, we'll brag on Nicole for a second. Uh, we had a promo all set up for a client. Won't mention the name. They're an awesome client, but I had the promo all set up in Google. And then she gets an email from the client because she's on the email list, you know, keeping tabs. And uh, she's like, wait a minute, the promo code in the email is different than the promo code they gave us. 
So he's like, hey, uh, reaching out to the client. The client said, oh, yeah, sorry, we gave you the wrong code. The code in the email is correct. So we fl- we quickly, you know, uh, pivoted and got it set up properly on Google and all was well. But yeah, that's one of those things. I mean, there's always going to be some craziness, but try to coordinate uh, top to bottom in internal team, agency, try to get that all buttoned up as best as possible for sure. So uh, yeah, nothing, nothing uh, can spell holiday frustration like, Hey, you've, you, you've got a great ad and you got, you actually managing decent CPCs, but oh, then your conversions drop because you gave the wrong code out. You know, that's and, and keep, and, and gosh, guys, keep your promo codes simple. We, we got a couple that the code the client had to put in was like a sentence. Um, so, so either keep it simple or put it on the page where people can just easily copy and paste or right. add it. Yeah, you got to do one of the two for sure. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, this actually went a little longer than I anticipated, but good banter, good discussion, really cool stuff. Like, and just, just you know, again, hey, we're we're still kind of mid deals, so some of the data is still coming in. Some of it will come to light uh, further. We'll kind of update uh, our blog post and some of the things with with the most recent data as it becomes available. But overall, just an amazing. Cyber 5, and it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of holiday plays out. Chris, as always, great to have you, man. Thanks for coming on. It was great. I had to mute because the UPS guy showed up. My dog started barking. So, <laughs> timely. Perfect timing. Let's go see if actually he he's there being like, guys, uh, sorry, it says it's here. It's not here. We'll, we'll see if you actually get your, your delivery. Uh, but with that, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. What would you like to hear more of, less of on the show? Things like that. Please chime in. Uh, If you've not done so, leave that five-star review on iTunes. It helps other people discover the show, makes our day as well. And so with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.